Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, welcome back. I hope everybody had a good Christmas. For the ones who celebrate Christmas, for the ones that don't celebrate Christmas, I can understand you. Just another day. Anyhow, uh, back tonight with dating topics and then a little. Have Warren here with me as well. Welcome aboard, Warren. Hey, Bill. And so I see we got a couple people in the chat. I appreciate them being here, that's for sure. I got something I wanted to bring up right off the bat tonight. You know, I posted a video up earlier today up here on YouTube, and I took it back down only because I don't want any funny reasons out of Google to throw a strike on my channel. And But I did post the same video up on 153, and it's still up on 153. I only removed it from YouTube because of the fact that it had copyright material in it. And even though it's fair use, YouTube doesn't recognize fair use. They pull shit off the rain and take you down. And I don't want to strike it on this channel, so I pulled it back down. <laughs> Could you send me a link to, to 153, man? Because I tried to look for that, man. I went I hit in 153news.com, and I went there, and, and it didn't come up. 153news.net. Oh, dot .net. Yes, that's why you didn't get it. <laughs> You put it in uh, the right okay. .net. <laughs> so okay, anyhow, yeah, okay. Anyhow, so I posted the video up over there. But what I talked about, what I did in that video was I showed this great speech by this colored, uh, this colored gentleman who gave this great speech. Okay, He really did a good job. Except for he had programming in that there speech. He sure did. Okay, he had programming in there and I wanted to point that out to people. And the one thing that caught your attention, if you really listened to it, is he talked about, if you piss off mama, everybody's upset. That's right. Don't piss off mama. Okay? Don't disrespect your mother because everybody will be upset. But if you piss off daddy or disrespect daddy, nobody cares. And everybody laughs. The whole audience laughed when he said that because it's so funny that you can piss off the guy and nobody gives a fuck, but don't dare do anything to piss off the woman. Okay, so this is the type of stuff I'm talking about that causes the division that we have going on in this society. He's freaking nuts. It shouldn't be happening. That was one thing. And the other he talked about was uh, the antidote, okay, the uh, anesthesia for stupidity, okay, he says the anesthesia for stupidity, okay, was uh, ego. So ego and the anesthesia for stupidity is ego. Well, no, ego is 
the person's ability to overinflate their ego in today's society and think they're somebody they're not and walk all over the top of other people and do stupid things that could get them dead. <laughs> yeah, you know. Okay, so that's not the antidote or, you know, it's not a cure or anything for stupidity. It just leads to more stupidity because people love yeah. to run on their and when they run on their ego, they always think they're over or somebody else, better than somebody else, above somebody else. You know, so I had to call them two things out in his great speech he gave, but that is up on 153. We and do yet, live in a very superficial society, man, that is completely driven by ego. And that's the way of people yeah. being manipulated. But, I mean, like I said, people get drunk on their ego. They don't want to think about it. It's kind of like trying to tell an alcoholic that they got a problem by being drunk on alcohol. You're not going to reach them, man. I mean, they have to, they have to hit rock bottom and realize the problem themselves. And most that's people, are, I mean, you know, they're all going to hit rock bottom at one time, man, <laughs> once, they, once they pull the dollar out from under everybody. Well, you know, he gave a great speech. Overall, his speech was actually a great speech. It's just he brought two things up that are definitely programming, and people won't look at it as, but it is programming because you love everything else he said, and then you think about when you pissed mom off or you upset mama. Everybody was upset, but when you upset daddy, nobody give a shit. See, that's yeah, I didn't. I didn't really see this video, so I can't, I mean, like. Well, it's up, it's up on the net, okay? And you can watch the video I did if you go to 153 and you get to see the entire speech yourself because I put it in there. Okay, I'll take a so look. That's one of the things. And then I brought up something else I wanted to talk about a little bit at the beginning of this show. And that was, okay, over the last year, now, I don't know how many of you people know about Lifetime movies. Lifetime movies, they do make some good movies, but they're they're aimed at the female gender. The majority of Lifetime movies are aimed at the female gender. And it is yeah. mostly the female gender that enjoys and watches these shows. And they know that. But, you know, and I noticed over 2017, they started saying, putting at the end of all of them, at least up on YouTube, you can find all the Lifetime movies for 2017. The full movie is right there on YouTube to be watched because they're turning YouTube into a television set, as I told people before. So you can watch it, but you'll notice all of them they got in the, the title, they've got all based on a true story. Now, uh, that's your first boasted alert. They're not based on a true story. They're based on a bunch of propaganda. True propaganda is what I want to say. And if you pay attention to them, they're very, very male-bashing. Lifetime movies have a tendency of being very male-bashing. In most Lifetime movies, the female is always the victim, always. And the guy is the villain and the perpetrator every single time. And this is what's portrayed in your Facebook Lifetime movies. Guys are the bad people. We're the villains. We're the ones that abuse women. Guys are so vicious to women. Women have such a hard life all because of men. And that they're all victims. They're all victims. And this is what Lifetime movie pushes. So it pushes male bashing and division. That's really what it does. And, you know, people say, well, it's just a movie. No, 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 no. We already know we live in a world full of people who think like a TV, act like a TV. And everything on that TV sets a God-given sin to them, man. The news, the movies. 
This is programming. And you want a lot of that is like a lot of that crap. What it is? It, 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 it's like those those romance novels that chicks read put into put into uh, put into film, man. I mean, what it is? It's like their version of porn. But then, of course, now women are into porn too. I mean, so. Well, yeah, I you know. That. But now they got two programmed. forms of porn. Yeah, but it's programming. Yeah. What is the guy out to be the villain? The bad person. Okay, that's what it does. It dresses men out to be villains. That you yeah. know, you're a penis, that means you must be a villain. That's really what this points that this is what this pushes. And of course it causes the division, helps to create more division amongst the genders. It keeps yeah. the women's it inflates the woman's ego, leaving the more stupidity. Okay, that's what it does. It inflates her ego. She begins to think she's something she's not. So you take a combination of some female that watches and watches Lifetime movies, and then you look at the gender roles, and you look at the media, everything that's pushed on TV, and you look at all the white knights, the simps, then you'd wonder why that girl's ego would inflate, huh? Yeah, you know. It's so in your face. So I wanted to bring that up a little bit. Because I felt that was worth bringing up. And yeah. then the other, thing, the other thing I wanted to bring up, and this is off a dating scene topic, so it's not a dating scene topic, but it's every bit of importance and needs to be discussed, is Trump's new budget cuts. If you paid attention to Trump's new budget cuts, he put billions of dollars into the military, of course, right? Mm-hmm. And he... Government funding, okay, for shelters, for homes. So the only ones he didn't cut were the ones that he's making money on. See, Trump was known as a slumlord. I don't know how many people know this, but this is not a little lie. This is fact. Trump has a bunch of property, and he was known as a slumlord because he's cheap. He's $2 Trump. He don't want to fix anything. But he wants to collect your rent from the property he owns. And the property that he's talking about that in his budget cuts that didn't affect was HUD housing. So Trump has a bunch of places that are actually under HUD housing. So he didn't cut that, but anything that's uh, housing that goes by income, income-based government housing, that's not HUD. You don't got to be on a list. So it's income-based housing. Where you go in, you fill out an application, and they go by your income to what your rent is. Well, he cut that. That's no longer in the budget. Well, you know what that's going to do, don't you? A whole bunch more homeless people in this country. Because yeah. for all people that are living in these apartment buildings that are uh, going by your income, government-based income, they're gone. His budget cut's done away with that. So he can do away with that and put people on the streets homeless in America while he gives billions of dollars to the military to go kill more people, huh? And steal more resources, huh? Yeah. So there's a good guy. That too. I mean, you know, when you drive more people into poverty, you know, a lot of times that's a way of driving them into social into socialism. Here's the thing, man. I want to talk about how um, – like, uh, like 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 the left or the socialist, and there are a lot of leftist socialists. But like socialism, and 
you've got left-wing and right-wing forms of socialism. Now, national socialism is, is, is a right-wing form of socialism. I mean... And one half of the general comments says that uh, 80% of the females refuse to date the bottom 80 to 95%. Well, he's correct. What he's saying is actually really correct, and a lot of that still comes right back to social conditioning. Okay, and a person, hey, you know, what's so sick about our world is a person doesn't have any say-so over what they're going to look like or their height. You're born to the parents who conceived you. You had absolutely no say-so on that. So if you're thin and short, a short guy, and women stereotype you out one to five seconds because you're short, and they don't look at you as a good defender or protector because they want someone. Well, I won't say and- that. Uh, I won't say that uh, that 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 everybody except for the top twenty percent of men are living TFL. I will say maybe the bottom twenty percent of men are living TFL. Just because they're not in the top twenty percent doesn't necessarily mean that they're not getting anything. I mean, those are what you call your middle men guys. Those are women, those are the guys that women run to. Well, you know, while they're waiting for uh, their Chad Thundercock to show up. You know, the you know the guys that that that, that are temporary that she's just you know using for a moment because. You know, uh, realistically, 80% of women can't share the same top 20% of the guys at the exact same time. So they have their next tier of guys, which are their their belt warmer guys. You know, and then and then and then there's your incels or TFLs at the very bottom. I mean, which are which is a growing minority. But I mean, if we were 80% of the populace, I mean, you know, this wouldn't be such an underground subject. I mean. Well, yeah. a lot of things, Ron, you know, when I brought up uh, what Trump did that's going to cause more homeless, you know, yeah. something, I, something else I wanted to say with that, okay? And I wouldn't yeah. put it past this. See, the homeless people in this country for the last couple of decades that I can think of has been ostracized and attacked by society. Police have went into homeless people's where they picked an empty lot that had was empty for years and years and years, and they got it themselves. They got their hands on a tent and set up a tent so they had some shelter over their head. Well, the police went into spots like this, kicked them off the ground, and cut up their tents. Wouldn't let them take their tents with them. If you tried to feed the homeless people, you went to jail for trying to feed them. You even had one guy that owned his own home, and he had a big, he had a lot of land on that home. So he gave a spot of his land and told the homeless people they could set their tents up there, so that they'd have somewhere to sleep. It was his land, right? So the county yeah. and city, him. the county and city went after him and put him in jail and fined him and made him take them and get them home to the homeless people off of his land. So this yeah. is what we. The homeless people in our country, right? Well, you know, if you paid attention to the hurricane that took place in Texas, you pay attention that they actually did have a FEMA-owned barge. And people that lost their homes, they were trying to lower them onto this barge. So, and I've heard this now. I can't totally confirm or back this, 
but I wouldn't put it past our government and what our society is today for this to be true. We all know the FEMA camps are real. Okay, so anybody that says the FEMA camps ain't real, they really need to go do some schooling themselves because there's over 800 FEMA camps in this country. And, and I know they're going to be those people out. I just want to get this down here, man. I'm, you go ahead. Hold on. Let me finish. So with uh, that being said, what I've heard that I can't confirm yet, the majority of the FEMA camps ain't actually running yet. But what I have heard, okay, and I think it's probably pretty accurate, is there's two of these camps that are actually operational, running, and functional. Now, in hurricane, the hurricane in Texas, there were some homeless people that came up missing. Okay, and in Kalamazoo, where Jerry was at, there was homeless people coming up missing. So, you know, I wouldn't be a bit surprised to find out that they're actually slowly, right under everybody's nose, pulling some homeless people off the streets and putting them in these camps. Yeah. Well, like I said, and there's going to be those people out there, too, because you look at the politics that have been going on, the identity politics and all the socialism shit here lately, and there's going to be a lot of people now who are going to sit there and say that, oh, well, uh, well, if you're poor, it's automatically your fault. It's automatically your fault. Well, here's the thing. And I've long said there's two categories of homeless. There are people who are homeless because they choose to be homeless and people who are homeless because they're unfortunate. And you got to take it case by case. Yeah, right. But what's going to happen is everybody's going to be pushed. Oh, just wait until they pull the dollar until it all crashes. Everybody's going to be poor. Everybody. Okay. You know what? Everybody's going to be. Money ain't going to mean shit no more, bro. You know, your, well, new money, your, your new money is going to be? It's going to be medical supplies, food, ammunition, anything anything that has some kind of survival value. Well, you That's know, your I've new never... Money. I've never actually, when you're talking about money, Warren, I don't care if it's gold, I don't care if it's silver, I don't care what it is. The value of this stuff is all placed on by human beings to begin with. You want to know what your real money, you want to know what your real money is, real gold and silver is? Food and water. I dare you to yeah, live that's what I was just saying. Well, yep. you know, food and water and other things that you need to survive, too. You might need medical supplies. You might need ammunition. You might need, I mean, because once the grid crashes, man, you know, I'm being realistic here, man. I mean, I'm not a violent guy, but you got to be able to protect yourself and defend yourself. And there's going to be, it's not just the government you might have to worry about. It's going to be looters and rioters and people fucking going crazy. Well, Warren, you know. Warren, what's your temperature down the way you're at tonight? Oh, it's like really cold. It's like in the 30s somewhere. It's uh, let me see if I, it says it's uh, hold on, let me go look it up. Let me go look it up. Hold on. Um, Garner temperature. Yeah, I had that. 31 degrees. Okay, there you go. He's one degree above below freezing. Where I'm at tonight, it's going to be down below zero. So if you think 31 degrees is cold, if you're where I'm at tonight, when you get to 31, you'll think it's summertime. So if you don't have a shelter and you're where I'm at, you're fucked. That'll kill you. Yeah. That type of weather will kill you. So now let's take homeless people that we make homeless that are in spots like where I'm at. What are these people going to do to survive? You need shelter. 
You need heat. You need food. I mean, there's well, so in some much places. In some places, I want to actually send you a video on this because you won't find this interesting too. Bill, some they they call them mole people. They're homeless people that go underground. There's a way to uh, find a way to make their own uh, shelter. A lot of them are drug addicts and stuff like that. But um, but but, but, but a lot of them are actually surprisingly have uh, have a lot of ingenuity as far as figuring out ways how to build their own homes and their own alarm systems and. And there's different different ones in different parts of the world. I mean, there there was a community like that in Paris, France, where I guess they had found a way to hack an electrical grid, and they had built up a a, a mobile uh, movie theater. As soon as the people found it, they went and tried to tell the authorities. By the time the authorities got back, the people had picked up and, and moved everything and were gone. They left a note behind it that says, "Don't follow us." Right, yeah. and they've never been they've, they've never been called. I mean, but. Uh, you know, yeah. you'll find the these war. communities all over the world. They call them mole people. Well, I believe that, Warren, because, you know, if you can get a spot underground or dig something out underground, the ground will actually act as a barrier, a barrier against wind, against the elements. Okay? Yeah. You can barrier against the elements. You know, I went camping years ago with a friend of mine. And it was in the middle of the winter, snow on the ground and cold. And we found this up outside of Golden, Colorado. We flew out in the middle of nowhere. And we found this old abandoned gold mine that went way into the heart of the mountain. And we went up yeah. there camping in the middle of the winter. We went into this mine. We was in there 17 and a half hours. Well, I had a couple of sleeping bags and a comforter with me. And when it came time to lay down in that hard ground, I laid that sleeping bag down, threw the comforter over the sleep bag, climbed in that sleeping bag, zipped that big thing up, went totally under head and all. It was so freaking cold. But I'll tell you what, after five minutes buried in that, you were sweating your ass off. You had to pull the blanket, the comforter over your head to get the air, and it only take like 1,001, 1,002, and wow, you had to cover up again because it was that cold. But your body heat, if you take to make the right conditions, you will not freeze regardless of how cold out it is. The way they did it in Poland, man, the way they did in Poland, there, 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 there was a big heat pump-like system underground, and they 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 organized a community along the heat pump. I mean, where they got heat pumping underground to the whole city. And I've been yeah, studying I, these communities. Yeah, if I can understand that, but I was just giving you a little bit of uh, knowledge there to know that. I'll tell you what I respect about these communities. Assuming, of course, I mean, a lot of people will look down and say, oh, they're all druggies and, and alcoholics and stuff like that. Okay, yeah, some of them might be, and some of them might, might be dangerous people. Some of them might not be open up people. But I'll tell you what I do respect about them, though, man, is the fact that they don't have to work in this system. They don't pay taxes. They don't. They don't pay to this system of tyranny, and they're self-sufficient. And they live on their own. Well, you know, Warren, I'm all for that, and I would not go as far as saying they're all druggies and all this and all that because I'm not saying all of them are. There's a lot of them that are. I'm not saying all of them are bad people. I mean, I'm not saying that. I mean, what I'm saying is this: for years, the media has painted out people who've done marijuana. Okay, as sick people, as corrupt people, murderers, killers, killers, and thieves, 
Oh, yeah, I know what you're saying, but, but, but Bill, listen, you're talking to somebody who's been homeless before, man. I, and I can show you documentaries, man. You can look at a lot of the people. I mean, some of them are okay people, man, but some of these people you can definitely tell are, are on crack. In fact, at one point, when the documentaries actually go and smoke crack. I understand this, Warren. I'm not saying I'm not, it's every one of them. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is the media has painted out people for years to be worse than what they really are. Not that they're oh, oh, talking about in that, but uh, what the media reports is overinflated big time. That's all I'm saying. Now, yeah, 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 yeah. Now, I'm going to switch back and forth here a little bit because Aaron brought up some things that I have to agree with. But they still go, okay, we're back to the dating, right? Fat and, yeah. extremely, uh, fat and extremely ugly women. Okay? Well, he's right. The majority of them will still always get somebody where the guy won't. But they still go for 5% of the norm. Of course they do. That's social yeah. conditioning. That's their wanting to fit in with the rest of the females. Yeah. You know, and if you're awake and you don't get any so-called, so you can't reproduce, I think that, I think they designed it this way. Of course they did. None of this is an accident. All of this with the dating scene is deliberate. It's not by accident or chance. It's deliberate. Yeah. It caused division and helped create population reduction. That's what it's about. Causes population reduction and causes division amongst the genders, keeping the people divided. It's not by accident. Yeah. So, you know, I agree with what Aaron's saying because overall that would be true. What he's saying overall is true. Yeah. You know, it's weird when you think about the whole lookism thing. I mean, it, it, it hits men a lot harder than it hits women. The only the only way it really hits women is is, is a more attractive woman might have a a, a little more uh, uh, favoritism towards her than a less attractive woman. But even but even a far less attractive woman is going to still going to get a lot more favoritism than men are on average. I mean, even a good looking man, unless he's got like maybe shitloads of money or something. Well, you know, I made a statement in that video. I said that, you know, for a lot of these women who think that their life is so hard and they're so victimized, I would yeah. trade with you. I would trade with you. You think you're such a victim because you're a female and your life is so hard because you're a female? I'll trade with you because I'll guarantee I'll find that your life has benefits that mine don't. You won't watch or you won't want my life very long after you have it. Because you'll discover that you're not the victim you thought you was. He wants me to recap what we were saying about the drugs thing. I was just talking about the mole people, and I was like saying, yeah, there's a. I was just talking about that there is a lot of people uh, among them who are alcoholics and drug addicts. Again, it's not all of them, um, but there are a lot of them out there in some of these communities. And uh, he, and Bill was just making a point, which is like won't refute what I was saying. But he was just saying that. Uh, he understands that, but um, you know, uh, a lot of times the media tries to over sensationalize a lot of these things to make them more, make them seem worse than they are. Um, depends on where you're at. Um, like some some of these communities are better than others. I can guarantee you. Like if you go to like one of these like really 
go to five places like up in New York or something, there's probably going to be a lot of that. But if you go like a lot, like I, I know there's a, there appear to be better looking communities from what I can gather, uh, uh, you know, in places like under Vegas or uh, in places in Europe. Um, but again, I don't know. I mean, this is just based upon what I can study here uh, from my computer. I, I haven't been to these places, so you know, I, I do have experience being homeless. So I can definitely tell you, like the one up there in New York, uh, I can show you a documentary on that where you actually seen them in that one smoking crack and stuff like that. And you know, uh, and I can tell you from experience, uh, a lot of those guys, uh, you have to kind of watch your back around. How long? Uh, again, you know. You know how long was you Oh, that was years ago when I was homeless. I was homeless for, I don't know, several months, maybe four or five months. I had to ask a question for a reason. See, my nephew's living with me now. He was up in Colorado, and he became homeless and was homeless for over a year. Okay? Yeah. And he has, he has a wife and two kids. Now, the shelter don't care. He had a little bit of priority because he had two children, but that didn't keep the roof over his head because he could yeah, only don't. stay. He could only stay. Catch this now. He yeah. could only stay in the homeless shelter for two weeks at a time. Then he had to leave for two weeks with nowhere to go. And then he could put his name on the list again, and if they had an opening, he would get a spot. Otherwise, he was out until there was an opening before he could have two weeks again. You're better off not going to these homeless shelters, man. That's where a lot of people get robbed and shit like that. Um, I want to go there. They'll burn your clothes. And well, you know, I don't totally trust it because when you go into the system and start using their shelters, this would be a very easy way for them to round people up to. Yeah, you know. Because you're where they I want. I mean, what you're better off to do. I mean, you know, I mean, I kind of had a similar kind of idea back when I was homeless. I I'd look for some place to lay low to make a makeshift home out of, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, that's really, you know. Well, you know, I was just, I'm not telling anybody what to do. It's totally up to them. I'm just telling you, you know, if I, a lot of people think they can't become homeless. Okay. But Anybody they don't can become homeless. They don't understand how fast they can go from having a roof over their head to having nowhere. Especially in Vegas, bro. <laughs> well, it don't even have to be Vegas, guy. It don't I have to be Vegas, man, but but especially in Vegas, though, man, because because you got all these rich tycoons that go in there with, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars, millions of dollars, thinking they're big shit, and they gamble it all away, and then they end up without a dime in their pocket, you know, shitting in a plastic bag somewhere, you know? <laughs> Well, you have that going on, but see, unfortunately, the gambling has been struck across the United States now. I can go right down to Minneapolis, Minnesota, walk right into a casino, and do everything I can do in Vegas. And yeah. a fancy motel built in, that's right, fancy motel into it, and built into it, restaurants built into it, every kind of gambling possible, just like in Vegas. You can sit at the slot machines all day long with mass trade and smoke cigarettes when smoking ain't allowed nowhere else. You'll swear you're in Vegas yeah. and you're in, and you'll, you'll swear you're in Vegas, but you're not. You're in Minneapolis, Minnesota. 
I can go down to Des Moines, Iowa. I can go down to Benton, North Iowa, Denver, Iowa, and Clinton, Iowa, and walk into a casino just like in Yeah. Gambling is now branching out from Vegas around the United States. Oh, I'm not saying that's the only place. I mean, you know, I'm, I mean, you know, gambling's actually kind of gotten to be a big thing among uh, a lot of the Native American communities, too, actually. I'm not, again, I'm not saying every one of them. I'm saying, but, 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 but there's a wealthy minority amongst, I think, I think it is among the Native American population who have turned to gambling and who run casinos or something. And I'm not exactly sure how that works. You won't blow your money in a casino. You know, I have a thing. If I go to a casino, I take the set amount of money that I'm willing to lose, and that's all I take. When it's gone, I'm gone. You know, and I've been to a casino a couple times in the last year, year and a half, up in Minnesota with my wife. And both times we went in there, we walked out with money in our pocket. Matter of fact, we walked out with what we had plus when we went in. Yeah, you know. Okay, now it wasn't a lot of money, but the point is, is if you're not stupid, you'll break even and walk out with the same money you had. If you get stupid, you walk out broke, but if you don't take a lot of money with you when you go, and you know, and you use your head, but see, some people get like alcoholic, they become addicted to it. And see, people can call it. me born. People can call me born for saying this, man, but I don't believe in gambling, bro. You know, I look at it like this, okay? If I got fifty dollars in my pocket and I walk in, right, I could gamble, and there's a possibility I could win a hundred thousand dollars, or there's a possibility I could walk out flat broke. I'd rather I'd rather hold on to the guaranteed fifty rather rather than risk being broke. Yeah. Well, you know, most you of the people that I see in there are playing slot machines. The people that go to the craft tables or over to the poker tables or whatever else, the other damn games they got going on in there, them seem to be the yeah. people that have a lot of money. They're throwing yeah. the dice, parts, things like this. They seem to be putting out big money. But most people go to the slot machines, and you have anything from a penny slot machine to a nickel to a dime to a quarter to... 50 cents to a dollar to five dollars to ten dollars to twenty dollars and all of the atm machines are built so that your ticket from the because from the uh, slot machine you can directly insert into the atm machine and it spits the money out for you exact so whatever you had or whatever you win you can took a hundred dollar bill in there and get 20s back fives back ones back tens back whatever you want Okay, I mean, their uh, ATM machines ain't like standard ATM machines you get everywhere else. That, uh, you only allow blah, 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 and you only spits out 20s at you. These machines will break down a $100 bill into ones, fives, tens, what have you. Okay, but, you know, gambling isn't my thing. I have a limit with that shit. I know I'm not yeah. seeing people yeah. that actually got hooked into it and screwed themselves, okay, but I wouldn't go there, but you ain't going to have to worry about it. Because as Warren was talking about, the dollar's been floated for a long time now, okay? And they're floating the hell out of the dollar to keep it from crashing. And China and Russia right now are in negotiations about stopping using the American dollar completely. But then China's your new superpower. So, you know, they could always turn around and take the U.S. dollar and back it by the Chinese money. And, of course, it's our dollars deflate in value left and right anyhow. 
Now, if they backed it by U.S. Uh, by China's currency as China takes over the superpower status and leave the dollar intact, then the majority of the people in the United States won't even know that they switched over to China. So you want yeah. a con job? Good con job for you. Because I do, uh, do believe that they probably won't just outright, uh, for a long time I thought they'd just outright crash the dollar. But they've been floating it for so long against odds, and I got thinking about it, and when Gary and I were talking, and I have to agree with this. If they just outright crash the dollar, all the people that still ain't awake will suddenly wake up, Warren. All these yeah. fake truth, all these fake truthers that are up here for the dollar, for the tool, for the tool, they're going to flip out, okay? And and then you get a wide awakening, a whole bunch of mad people. They don't want that. So what well, I think my, you know, China's are well, I think might incre- incrementally happen is. The United Nations and China are, are gradually, inch by inch, encroaching their ways into our way of life. And, and I mean, China particularly, man, is, is, I mean, they're buying up land or taking, I mean, you know, China's whooping our ass with a pen, man. People don't even know who we're at war with. I mean, we're not even technically at war with China, but China's whooping our ass with the pen. As they say, the pen is mightier than the sword. I mean, they're buying up real estate here. They're, I mean... We owe China so much. We owe China so much debt, dude. They're not just buying up; they're coming in and taking. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. you know, it's the China could con- break America's back really easy without you know without without even firing a shot. All they got to do is just stop trading with us. Well, you know, I, that's why I say I don't think that's going to happen. I think what they're going to do is they're going to switch the number one currency over to China. Right behind mm-hmm. everybody's back. And then China's going to pack the U.S. dollar with their currency. And the people in this country are going to be manipulated into thinking they're still the number one when they're not. Yeah. And they'll, and they'll slowly do what we was talking about. And they'll come in and say, taking over this and taking over that. And the dollar will keep deflating because now it's backed by China's currency, which is going to be worth less to the American people. And it's going to become harder and harder for you to live. Then you have this internet BS that's going on. And what I think, what you're going to see coming out of that is going to be they're going to take a bunch of web, different websites and put them in a package. And you're going to pay just like you're paying right now, but now you can pay even more to have that package. And that package is going to maybe include Facebook and YouTube and Twitter and this website and that website and that website over there. But this website over here, not that don't include that. Oh, you want that? And that website will be completely censored. Like you won't be able to talk about anything real. I mean, you, uh, it'll be primarily for 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 for, uh, for echo and government propaganda and fluff and shit. That's that's pretty much what it's going to be for. Well, you can get all kinds of fluff and stuff right on YouTube nowadays. If you're really yeah. on YouTube, good luck. Because most of the people on YouTube that are so boldly spilling truth, they're spilling propaganda, they're freaking up here, pushing fluff and stuff, and not even telling the truth. We have so many fake truthers on YouTube, it ain't even funny. But you know, though, Bill, here, here's the thing. Theoretically, they might not take the Internet down. The reason I say that, man, is because 
you got to think of this from, from the elite point of view right now. The, the internet is a, is a massively useful tool for them to for them to use to divide people up. Well, I don't think they're going to keep people distracted. I don't think they're going to take the internet down because they have total control of it. Everybody's everybody's into their freaking iPhones. They're into their iPods. They're into their computer. They're into everybody hooked up on Facebook. Everybody's hooked up here. The banks all use the internet. People are paying. You got Amazon. I don't see them taking the internet down. What they're doing with this internet neutrality is they're going to line their pockets and make more money. You pay for yeah. connection. You pay for your internet hookup connection right now. What they're going to do is reduce your speed, and to get a higher speed, you're going to pay more money. They're going to put websites in packages. Just like buying basic cable vision, when you go to cable TV and you buy a package, you have a brochure with different packages you can buy for this much and that much. Well, that's exactly what they're going to do to the Internet now. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to be completely. Uh, I don't think it's going to be complete and total ideological censorship from the right or left. I mean, there's going to be some censorship amongst non-left uh, opinions. That's obvious. But I think there's still going to be a place somewhere on the net for e- even for the right because because they're going to need that for because 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 it's beneficial for the government too. For I mean, you know, because they want to use this as a place to you know to, to, to breed more division. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. I mean, well, the division is something I've been fighting for years, and they just continuously keep creating more. The people keep staying divided, and the people see nothing wrong with it. They keep fighting one another over fluff and stuff, and when they do that, they're actually doing exactly what these people want them to do. You know what scares scares them the most, Warren? I find this pretty funny. This is it's an educated a, society with self-control. You know what scares them the most? Huh? What scares them the most is what Sidethorn and Conspiracy Granny's doing and what Jerry did. That's yeah. Been proven, that's actually proven, okay, to be the real truth. They are attacked by the Sandy Hook. Uh, there's a platform that was created by the government to protect the lie from Sandy Hook. Okay? And these are paid by government and Google to protect that lie. Okay? Now, you have these paid shields going under the name, like Juan's name was going under the name Truth Seeker. He was attacking Jerry long before Jerry did the protest. Well, Jason Voss, the owner of 153.net, okay, news.net, he finally caught on to it and was watching everything Jerry sending him and was watching what was going on, and he realized that Truth Seeker was trying to give him a fair shake. But he realized that Truth Seeker was doing nothing more than trolling, and he said some very nasty things, and all was because Jerry left his computer and went out in public to do something. Okay? This is why yeah. that happened. Now, Sidethorn and Granny leave their computer and they go out in public and do things for real. Okay? What we've discovered is that's the last thing they want. 
They don't want people that's willing to go out and do something for real because they can't control it. If you do it online, they can control it. If all you're going to do is do it online, they can control it. And if all you're going to do is do it online, you're never going to change nothing. Nothing. You can't change yeah. nothing sitting behind your keyboard. You have to get out in public to make any kind of a difference. But that takes courage. How many people have courage to go out in the public? I do. I'm not yeah. afraid of it. Yeah. It's a matter of getting other people that have the same courage that are willing to do it. This yeah. is actually what this is actually what's scaring them. If you get intelligent people that are awake, warm, that are willing to leave their computer and get together and go out in public to do something, this is what they don't want. So Jerry's been under heavy attack. I laughed the other day because Truth Seeker, uh, well, Truth Seeker made a statement. And this was towards Jerry and me and uh, Jason Boss, the owner of 153. Who seek the statement in the comment under, uh, under Jason's video was to me saying that Jason and I are Jerry's handlers and attorney. So I says, okay, so am I the attorney or am I Jerry's handler? Is Jason the attorney and are the handler, right? So now Truth Seeker hauled ass and run and recreated another account and came back and started attacking Scythorn and Granny and went after Jason Boss and told Jason Boss that <laughs> the same shit. Okay? Okay? So, you know, it's coming to show itself that you're home and you go out and do something. Okay? They don't want that. They That scares the hell out of them because if you're on the internet, they can control you. You're controlled as long as you're using their technology, Warren. They can't yeah, control no. you. You can't be controlled if you're in public. And if you wake people up, people start leaving their homes to do something, they can't control that. Yeah. But see, here's the thing. I've I've had I've there been times where I've tried to put projects together to try to pull people together offline and, and it just didn't pan out. Everybody got their own schedules and it's like pulling teeth to, to even get people to even show up at, at a meeting, you know, on, on, on a phone conversation or yeah. like a talk show like this. I mean, it, it's like pulling teeth. Oh, I, mean, I agree with you. I totally agree with you. It's worse than, you know, it's actually worse than pulling teeth. Most of these people online are just, I mean, they're just here for what? Standing up. They're not willing because they're scared. Yeah. You you know, it's like the person that says, well, I have to go to work. I says, so you're working seven days a week, four weeks a month, 12 months a year with no days off? Don't give me that shit. You know damn well you got days off. You could take a day off and get together. The only reason you're not taking that time to get together is because you're scared. Yeah. Honestly. And, well, that's the real truth, and I hate to say it that way, but that is real truth. And these yeah. people know. You know, but Judge, the thing is, is you can get all the information in the world given to you. It can be as truthful as hell. It can be right in your face going on. But if you're not going to do nothing with that information other than tell somebody else, then you're a waste of time because we need people that are going to get together to do something. 
Because yeah. that information no good if you're not willing to take action to do something with it. Yeah. You know, you know and I know what people tell me, the facts are the facts. It does absolutely no good if you're not willing to take the time to do something with it. And it is hard once correct. It's so hard getting people together. You know, Jerry and I have talked about this extensively, and uh, I would like to and Jerry would like to get truthers, real truthers that want to see change in this world. I would like to get two or three people from each state and then eventually make their numbers grow in each state that are willing to actually really leave their homes and get together and make plans on something they can do. And then maybe one person from that state can go to the next state and meet the other group and another can meet the other group so that we can make plans for things that we can do around this country. But you know what, though, in a way, I kind of think that, and, and this is where I'm at on this, hear me out here, right? There's no way to fix the society until uh, until until it crashes. It's, it's already too deep. The, I mean, for no, for a number of reasons, the propaganda and shit is, is so thick and so deep that our, the way our society is conditioned, it's not going to be able to be fixed until it does crash. And we do need it to crash. Now, on that level, even though the government created this problem for that specific purpose, I don't trust the government. But nonetheless. Uh, we do have that one goal in common. Is 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 uh, in my opinion, we're both pulling for this collapse, but for different reasons. They want to pull out the ashes and put up a, an even worse structure out of those ashes or out of chaos. We need this system knocked out of the way so we can try to make something better out of it. Well, you know, if people would just wake up, which we're talking impossible, <laughs> okay, and people yeah. would get their heads out of their you-know-what and grow some gonads and grow some clits and start standing together as individuals but for the same cause and put their differences to the side, we could stop everything that's going on overnight. But you know that's only a dream. I know that's only a dream because the majority of people will never do it, will never do it. The majority are cowards. The majority would rather still fight their neighbor down the street. Or the majority will still want to call names or they want to notice the skin color and be a racist bigot. They'll want to fall into the hypocritical BS that's put us in the shape that we're in. And they'll want to continue to do it. Now, I hate to say yeah. that, but that's for truth. You know, and I'm just, it's sad because. We, the people, are the reason this is going on. And only we, the people, can change this. And, they, you know, because they don't get that. What are the, you know, what are the elite really getting their power from? Us, the people, listening. Where do they get their military from? Us, the people. Could they enforce anything without us, the people? No, they couldn't. Us, the people, outnumber them big time. So it's pretty pathetic pathetic when you take the world's population and you literally have a handful of people compared to the world's population running the world's population. And the world's population don't want to stand together as individuals and put their differences to the side 
to take back their freedom and their rights and their countries and their land away from these criminals? You really I mean, as far as countries go, you can't take back something that you never had, man. Well, <laughs> damn, I didn't say country. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I, well, we need is small communities, man. What people need that's not going to happen again until until society crashes. I mean, you know, I mean, there, there there's not a perfect solution, but, but, but at least in small communities, you don't have a big centralized global like a huge centralized structure that they can't be checked. I mean, in a small community. You can help to filter out the corruption. That doesn't mean that there won't be any, but you can filter it out. Um, you know, uh, but when you get a big globalized power structure like this, there's nothing you can do. And what's happening? They're using all this centralized power to do what? To, to, to alter the nature of humanity as we know it, to irreversibly, to where the direction we're headed, we're going to be, again, I've said it before, we're going to end up being prisoners in, your own, in our own bodies and minds. It's technology that's being used to enslave us. So there's not a perfect solution, man. There's, there, there, you know, we're not going to have a utopia, but but we, we've got to do the best we can do. And it goes back to us staying. I believe it was uh, uh, Wolfgang von Goethe said he gives a little bit of liberty for a little bit of security deserves neither. Was it, was it von Goethe said that? But yeah, I mean that's it in a nutshell, man. I mean. Well, um, again, that I agree with. I mean, what one said we agree with. I was only just saying it's as simple as this. Understanding if you could get everybody on the same page to just understand that the psychopaths, and they are psychopaths, that are running this world, get their power from us, the people. Get their military from us, the people. And yeah. all of us, Uniting as one, but as separate individuals, and putting your differences to the side for one goal. That's the only way we'll ever change anything. But unfortunately, I know I'm still sleeping, Warren. If you want to pinch me and wake me up, you can. <laughs> yeah. But the question is what to do from there so you don't have this situation happen all over again. I mean... Well, my personal thing is, is the first thing I would do is end governments globally. Okay, end militaries and governments. Why end militaries yeah. and governments? Because if you end militaries and governments, it's not the people who ain't going to have corruption or fighting, right? Yeah. But you, but you know what kind of big power structure you have when you end that? You take that and tear that down? It's going to be hard for them to get that back together. Even in a small community, you have like you, you, you have like a small army for for self defense, but it's a non aggression principle. Like in a, in a small anarchist community, where it's like the the principle is they don't they don't use violence unless it's an absolute self defense. I mean, you know, in other words, if you don't start none, there won't be none. Yeah. Well, I you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, Haley's saying she okay. So you got the chemtrails. Okay, she started a conversation with the neighbor, which is the start, okay? Mm. Well, that's good she done that. I wish more people would get out of their homes and take it to the streets. You know, I'm yeah. not afraid to speak out. I speak out when I was working. I spoke out on my job. 
When I go to a store, I speak out. Hell, I was sitting in Walgreens talking to a guy I don't even know. And I'm not afraid, man. I'll speak out in public any day, and I don't care what people think of me. I'm not freaking out there BSing nobody. If they don't like what I have to say because they're sound asleep, it's not my fault they're sound asleep and can't see the corruption roots right in their face. And if they could just time to go look. You know, I mean, the division amongst the men and women is terrible. It's absolutely awful in this country. And in the Western countries, I mean, it's not just in this country, but the division amongst the genders is absolutely terrible. And it's been crazy yeah. deliberately destroyed our society. And to divide us up, divide and conquer, divide and conquer. You know, and yeah. it has to come to an end. And yeah. I don't know how I don't know how to bring it to an end because they've been doing it a lot of years. It's not no accident. Sometimes I wonder, man. Sometimes I wonder if it's one of those situations where this world isn't necessarily meant to be fixed, man. I mean, this, this maybe just a theory here. Maybe we're, we're trapped in kind of a, a slave paradigm, right? Even if, even if which I can't say this is a concrete fact, but I have reasons to suspect that you're reincarnated. And that may even itself be a part of a slave paradigm. Where, but. Um, here's what I'm thinking here. If you can get beyond all that and get to uh, a, a dimension of freedom, wherever that may be, you know, somewhere, here's a theory here. What if this world is a test? You know, what, what, what if this world is a test? What, what if, I mean, you're not meant to fix it. It's just a, it's just a test to see, uh, you know, who who's, trying to who's learning who's who's trying to get it you know like and i'm not saying that i'm any better than anybody else i don't know that i mean i mean how, how could i verify that but it's a, it's a thought that uh that entered my head well you know, you know? i understand totally what you're saying because the more i look the more i study the more i believe what warren was talking about is probably a reality I can't back it, of course, like Warren, but I think it is a reality. I think people are reincarnated back onto this planet. You know, and I have no idea how many times you can't been born on this planet, but I have a feeling that's what's really going on. And that this is been a prison planet. Now, that's a sad thought, but I've got a feeling that's probably true. We have a caller with us, uh, 201. Hey guys, it's me. Merry hey. late Christmas. <laughs> is it Jersey John? Yes, it is. Hey, how's it going, man? Yeah, not much. Just Merry Christmas, man. To... Yep, Merry Christmas to you too, guys. I just said to call in and see what's going on, you know. Well, that's yeah. Having a show here, you can tell John we've had uh, talking about dating scene, talking about our society and ways to change things because the one thing like I told him, I don't know how long you've been listening. Mm-hmm. And I was just saying that, that you know, uh, and this is, again, this is why I was just telling Bill is that um, even though the government created all this problem for, for, for this purpose, they want to create order out of chaos, right? Regardless of that, we're on the same page with the government on one thing. We need this system to crash. 
is what we do from that point is where we differ. They want to they want to crash it so they can build something worse. We want to crash it so we can hopefully have a chance to build something better out of it. Um, that that's what I'm saying because there's no way you, you, our society's too far gone. It's too far gone to be rescued. The brainwashing is so thick in our society. I mean. You know the foundation for our society is, 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 is terminally corrupted. It's, it's not going to go back to anything sane or rational or anything workable until it does crash. Well, I think what you could do at this point, I get where you're coming from, but just to reach out to people that are on the same page as us on this, and when it does crash, you could work together from the remains, as they say, metaphorically speaking the eagle rises, or the phoenix rises from the ashes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I, mean, something... I mean, what I believe in, of course, I mean, it's not what everybody believes, it's what I believe in. I believe in what I call uh, anarcho-patriot, or, I mean, excuse me, uh, anarcho-patriarchy, or ANPAT, which is something that, that, that again, is, is a totally unique idea that I've came up with that nobody else has. You know, I mean, it's my own idea. So that is something that, that I've researched, and I feel like is 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 a solution. So. Oh, uh, one, the, one of the recent, more recent versions of anarchism that I've heard of was anarcho-capitalism. I'm sure you've heard of that. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, it's funny how how they've got the anarchist community divided up. The, the majority of so-called anarchists you see online are fakes, or a bunch of libtards and fucking antifa fucks, right? Uh, and then you got some of your ad caps too. Uh, well, uh, the, one, you know. the ones that are, the ones that represent antifa are pretty much anno anarch Marxists, so they're like a mix yeah. of cap- communists and anarchism. Yeah, and that's that's and believe it or not, that's the vast majority of this nation. That's what we believe. Yeah, no, so chances are, if you come across wearing a guy, if you say, if you happen to see somebody wearing an anarchist patch, chances are they're associated with them. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, did, I know. Uh, talked about one. I talked a little bit about. Uh, uh, leaning more to the belief that it's probably reincarnation after death. Now we do have Aaron up here saying he's a little bit of the Bible, and I'm not going to go there with him. He has a right to his own belief. So he has a right to his own belief, and I will never take that away from him. But from my research, I'm only going to say this yeah. for the here. The Bible was wrote by the powers to be. That's why yeah. it's still in all the hotel rooms when you have a war of evil versus good. It's all a written script. Okay, and no, I'm only going to say yeah. But I don't want to say what the creator is. I don't want to say there's a heaven or a hell. I go in my own belief and my studies. And I think we're actually probably reincarnated, status that is. Yeah. Yeah, you know. I do believe that there, there's nuggets of wisdom and truth within the religions. And uh, if you study it from the point of view of, of looking at the esoteric angles in it, there, there's knowledge to be gleaned from that. Um, it depends on, on how, how, how you use the Bible or any of the other religious books for that matter. Um, you know, uh, like if you look at like what Element's doing on, or on his other channel, Esoteric Lectures, um, you know, they talk about a lot of these concepts from from an esoteric, from an independent perspective. Um, it's not really about promoting a religion, but it's um, 
you know, uh, as exploring the occult, I was behind these things, you know. Yeah. Um, there is truth in, in, in a lot of these religions. And, again, I'll tell you why they put these truths, uh, the, why, why they put the good parts in all the religions. I will tell you why that is. And I've said this before uh, back a while ago on the show, is that, okay, they're, the elites are doing that not for our benefit, but for their own benefit. Think about this. I'm going to use America as an example here, okay? I mean, you could use any uh, any empire as an example, but it, but for the purpose of, of making my point, I'm going to use the American empire, okay? When they established the American empire, right, that was supposed to be the big global empire for, for you know, during that age on, right? Okay? It was They had vested interest and keeping a functioning and workable society at that time within America. So that's why they gave them a synthetic set of values and morals and shit like that. They kept a, a, a structured society, a functioning society. And it wasn't done for the people's benefit. It was done for the government's benefit because at that time, remember, America had became the center of world commerce because it was the empire that was going to, that was going to lead that age. Right, but now they're getting ready to take the American Empire down, and they're crashing that system of values. You know what I'm saying? And that's the problem with synthetic values. I mean, you know, yeah, you might have structure, you might be relatively better than the latter stages of the empire. But at the end of the day, are they really values? If, 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 you know, if, if, if they're just following a doctrine. I mean, real real morality is intrinsic. It's, it's not doctrinal. It's intrin It's intrinsic. You know. Yeah, I know what you're saying. And Aaron it says he's on our level. Okay, I agree with that. You know, I'm, I'm you know, I just I wanted to bring that up because you know he made a statement about possibly we're all fallen angels, okay, and it's heaven or hell. I don't believe in there's a hell. I don't believe in you're gonna go down there some fire and burn for eternity. I don't believe in that crap at all. That's all. I don't think he believes in that either. Uh, he said right there, he don't believe in it. Yeah, I think that's personally all scare tactics. Just like everything else they throw, the best way to control the masses is to scare the hell out of them. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, people are just like, I, I don't know, man. I mean, you get like individuals here and there who, who are diehard thinkers and fall through the cracks, but it's extremely rare. To people like us are, are rare, man. We're out there, but the majority of people, man, like I said, they're not really curious about anything. They're, 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 you know, they're easily led or easily manipulated because they believe that, that the governments are there, you know, to uh, you know to, to protect them and to help help them, and they believe all the lies that are told. And oh, I know. Tell me about it. And it would never happen in their country, right, Warren? Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, they would never do it once. <laughs> people are are, are, are are so itchy to jump into a clique, man. I mean, people want want some form of some mode of groupthink, you know, uh, liberalism or conservatism or or, or 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 some sort of nationalism or. Or communism, or, or patriotism, or or this, that, or the other, man. Science, or religion, or fucking. I mean, you know, people want something. A lot of people are, are scared to really look into the abyss. Cause I think that they're scared of what they might find. Not everybody can handle it. And I mean, even 
I can kind of understand that to a certain point, man, because even with what I know right now, there's times where I have a hard time handling it, man. I mean, you know, I mean, it's tough. But <laughs> part of the reason why it's gotten this bad is because people have allowed it to get this bad. Sure have. And you know. When you got to realize your whole life you've been lied to, you know, when you start realizing you've been lied to your entire life, and it's so much of everything you learned as you were growing up was complete hogwash. That's a hard pill to swallow for a lot of people. But it's necessary that people swallow that pill, though, man. Of course, I know they're not going to. I mean, a few people might, but it's not going to be enough to make any kind of any kind of big difference. You know? Well, you know, even when like the TFLers and the MRAers, you try to get them to understand what's really going on, but they don't want to. They don't want. They won't look into the root cause. The majority won't. They'll just keep whining about the symptoms. Yeah. And as long as you keep whining about the symptoms, you will never correct the problem. I want to see the genders come back together. I want to see people come back together. Right. <clears throat> I would love to see people stop fighting one another. Stop noticing somebody's skin color. I'd love to see him just shut the television set off. Yeah. You know, I mean, television sets been a great tool. Weapon against the masses. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. I mean, like I said, you, you can go back and you can look up the history of the television set. It started off in Soviet Russia. They used it on their military as the way of conditioning their troops. That's where it began. Yeah, and you know, the sad thing is, is I remember on a radio show once I said I'd like to go home to home and smash everybody's TV. And I had a caller on the show that says, you ain't getting near my TV, I'll kill you. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I believe it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they don't give a damn about their rights being taken away or their liberties being taken away, all that. But you take away their TV and they're ready to fight. So this person wants to kill This person wants to kill somebody for a cheap Chinese-made propaganda box? He's got his, <laughs> is that what he's telling me? He's going to take a human life for a cheap Chinese-made outsourced product used for your propaganda. Interesting. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. You know, but you know, it's the weird thing is the TV, I think, is going to be gradually phased out. Hell, even Time Warner, people are getting sick of Time Warner shit, man, because, I mean, I don't know what cable service y'all use out there, but I know here's Time Warner. I mean, like, just recently, they cut half your channels and then jacked the damn cable bill up, like, like doubled it, you know, I mean... People are getting sick of this shit, man. There's no competitors not to worry about. But what's happening? People are going, people are going to online to watch things now, man. So the, the internet is kind of replacing the TV. I mean, the television still has its uses for, you know, home films, uh, DVDs, and Blu-ray and all that stuff. You know. Yeah. So it still, it still has it's, it's, it still has it's still a versatile device. For yeah. And they can still get their Monday night off. But I do think yeah. that the, the, the internet does appear to be phasing, gradually phasing at this stage. It appears to be phasing out the, uh, I mean, not all at once, but 
it appears to be phasing out the TV. Mm. He already has cableless TV. Let me so think about this here. You know how Every, you know how you used to have like blockbusters and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You don't have that anymore. Now what you have is you have uh, Netflix and Redbox and Hulu and all these streaming services online. Well, I mean, yeah. Uh, what what you could do though, what, I, what some people do, you know what a Roku is. You've heard of it? Never heard of it. It's like a, or have you heard of Amazon Fire Stick? It's basically like a little device that basically transfers whatever you visualize on the on the, the on your monitor from the computer, but it's yeah. on your television set. So let's say you wanted to watch a YouTube on a big screen television. That's what you do. Okay. So it's so if you're watching Netflix on computer, but you want to watch it on your television set on your in your living room, well, that's what you would do. Yeah, because well, we do that sometimes, man. Me, me and my brother watch a lot of horror flicks, man. I mean, and a lot of times what he'll do is, 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 is it'll back up on a flash drive. So. Well, mm-hmm. you know, you can already go down to the store and buy a TV and hook it right to the computer and use it as a monitor and a TV. Yeah. Yeah, I can but believe that. But they also yeah, I can see that. Well, that is true. You can go to Walmart, down to Walmart, pick up a TV that will switch your computer, and you can use it as a monitor, and you can also switch it over for a TV, right? Right, right, and you're right there is your signature computer. Okay? Yeah. And, and YouTube is already, like I was saying, has already got cableless TV. That's YouTube. You can actually get something dollars a month for 40 plus channels. Uh, yeah. But you yeah. know, I yep. you know, and you know what's funny about it is when Google first took over YouTube, they said they were going to turn YouTube into a TV. That it was just going to be like a TV before they got done, and it's happening right here in your face, but most people can't see it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, what's happening is they're giving people less and less and less reasons to ever leave their house, too. You know, there are less and less reasons to ever take themselves away from their TV or computer or monitor, you know, I mean, so that people don't become socialized. They become more entranced. I mean, that's why you got all these smartphones, too, you know. I mean, even when people leave their actual computer, they're still online, you know. They're online on their smartphones and shit everywhere they walk around. You see people all the time walking around, texting and playing around online. I mean, and people are just completely out of tune with reality. Well, Haley mentioned that. That's what you see. Haley already mentioned that in the comments. People are walking yeah. the streets staring at their phones. People go to visit somebody and everybody's sitting around the room looking at their phone. That's what yeah, I yeah. People are so disconnected and so hooked into their electronics. I mean, it's it's pathetic. These people, there are people out there. I shit you not. Like, like you hear like some of these young kids, man. I've heard this a hundred times myself. Like, like let's say the family has to go on a trip or something. Like, they, they can't take their the the their smartphone or their or, 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 or their iPad or whatever, and they will sit here and cry and piss and moan and throw a fit over it. Like they can't live for a couple of days without their damn smartphone or without texting or whatnot. I'm like that, that is pathetic, man. I mean. 
you know, they wouldn't have, I mean, goddamn, they, they wouldn't have made it back in my days when we didn't have that shit, man. I mean, that's <laughs> pathetic. You know what the problem also is, is people have become socially inept. They don't know how to, they don't know how to speak anymore. Without texting, you know what I mean. It's been. You wonder how that rise, how that coincides with the rise with the rise in autism levels too, though, man. I mean, I'm saying that's an autistic guy. I mean, because I mean, I'm not your stereotypical Aspie. Your stereotypical Aspie, mind you, is going to be one of these computer nerd uh, uh, geek types who, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, again, there, there's a lot of other a stereotypical Aspies out there besides just me. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, again, I don't want to sound like I'm stereotyping, but, uh, you know, your stereotypical Aspie is one of these types that uh, they're like, you know, these idiots of bond types are really good at one or two things, and, they, and you know, and, and they're like, a lot of them are like computer nerd type people, I mean, and it seems like it's been bred to, go, to fit right into the direction that, that our society is being headed with all this technological revolution and this whole scientific dictatorship, and also figuring the fact that the, the autism birth rate is rising, um, right? You see these theories that about autism is evolution. I think that's bullshit. I think it's a manipulation. I'm not falling for that fucking bait and shit. But um, I, uh, but you know, I mean, you think about this, man. Even non-autistic people are having autistic babies uh, at an insane rate, and the majority of autistics are males. And they're you know, going to have it the hardest, too, for reasons that we've discussed before on this show. The I males are going to have it harder than the females. I actually read a report that um, there's an increased rate of Down syndrome in Iceland. Like, there's an increase in uh, birth rates with autism, not autism, but uh, Down syndrome children. I don't know if you guys heard about something like that. I haven't heard about it, but it doesn't surprise me. Uh, and, and, oh, and, oh, consider, oh. And, and considering that Iceland doesn't really have a high birth rate ratio. So, and those that are, they're having Down syndrome. Like, that's a little crazy when you think about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, you know. you know. Go ahead. We're in a very, very, very messed up world. Yeah. Like one big challenge, isn't it? Did you just try to fight your way through? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's like the puzzle that can't be solved. It's not, I don't think it can't be solved, man. I think it can be solved from an individual perspective. But as far as like, you're not, it goes back again again, you're not going to save the world, man. I mean, you know, you can, because you can't control what other people do. You can only control yourself. And really, if you want to be part of the solution, your, your goal shouldn't be to control other people anyways, because that's part of the problem. That, that's the problem that we're in right now is people want to control other people. So, I mean, you know, I mean, you know until people can get their head their ass on their own, there's not going to be a solution. That's going to, I mean, and we all know that's not going to happen. So, I mean... You know, you can't save the world, I guess, you know, but no. I don't know. You know, you know, the thing is, is they spent neons creating division in every aspect of life. And, you know, when one tabletop is the dating scene, even if 
are awake and one knows this, even the people that are awake, the majority of them can't grasp the division amongst them. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's so sad how they can be awake so much that they can't grasp how they divided the gender. That seems more controversial from what I've noticed with those type of people that consider themselves awake. And the thing yeah. is too, and I'm not saying I'm not saying that there aren't legitimate misogynists or isn't isolated cases of of women who, who are legitimately unfairly discriminated or, or, or taken down. But on a systematic level, man, the majority of it's been leveled against the men today, man, on all sides. I mean, like men are under such constant attack. I mean, just for being men. Um, you know, uh, and and that's a controversial fact to state, man. I mean, we live in a society that, uh, that, that that doesn't value the lives of men. They 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 view men as our purpose is to be uh, not even people, but um, you know, uh, disposable tools. You know, to be like human body shields and ATM machines. Like, men aren't even allowed to even show any sign of pain, no matter what they're going through. I mean, like, look, okay, I get it that, you know, on average, men are tougher than women and all this stuff. But here's the thing. Men are human beings. Human beings have emotions, okay? And... It's gotten to a point now that this, this, this men aren't supposed to be men aren't supposed to have emotions. No, men, men have emotions. Men aren't supposed to be like completely ruled by their emotions, but, but men have emotions. And it's gotten to a point now where they, they've taken that to the extreme, to where no matter what a guy is going through, you know, um, he's never allowed to complain about anything. And if he does, you know, they tell him, "Oh, man up and take it," you know, and. So, you know, it's a situation where the man's like, you know, not even, even other men don't don't treat men as a human being. I mean, and it's a well, sad that, fact, man. And this is and this is one of the things that lead, leads to such a high suicide rate among men. You know, you got you know, so much, the men are actually abused in all forms. You know, the women, not that the women ain't can't be victims because there are. I mean, both genders are victims to the, the political end of this all the way. But when it comes to the division they've created amongst the men and women, women have been placed in a spot that no human being should ever be placed. And they'll get vicious, yeah. and they'll get angry with you when you bring it up. And if you try to point it out, they'll give you some cop-out to try to go around it and say that they are, they are, they are. Because, well, that's why I brought up Lifetime Movies. Because Lifetime Movies does great job of painting all females out as victims and all men as villains and perpetrators. Well, listen to this, Bill. Everywhere you go, every year, you see the pink ribbon campaign, you know, for breast cancer awareness, right? But yet just as many men are dying of of, of testicle cancer. And that's a statistically proven fact. But yet where are your blue ribbon campaigns? Where's the attention being drawn to that? Nobody cares because they're guys. Men can even get breast cancer. I mean, it's more common that women get breast cancer, but the only reason they promote breast cancer is to make it purely about women and fuck men. But you know what, one? Here's one for you, speaking of breast cancer, right? Yeah. breast cancer, there's government funding and medical coverage for her breast cancer. If you get breast cancer, 
There's no medical coverage or government funding to help you with your breast cancer. Because you're a guy. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Like I said, it's all about the women, fuck the men, right? I mean, like, 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 who cares about our rights? We're just guys, right? That's it. You look at the domestic abuse shelters in this country, hundreds and hundreds of them for women, and if you're lucky, they're for men. But nobody sees a problem with that. That's just supposed to be normal. And you as a guy, not supposed to do anything about it. You're supposed to just take it and shut your mouth because you don't have no feelings or emotions because you are just a guy. You're not even a human. You're a matter of fact, you're a third-class citizen to that female. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I don't think a man should be completely whiny, but I mean, he shouldn't. But he should be allowed if he's having legitimate problems, if he's going through problems. He should be allowed to speak his mind to be able to voice his frustration. Anybody should. Well, if some woman dates you, Warren, and she just happens to be strong, I know people don't think that women can be, but that's BS. And she just happens to punch you and abuse you and punch you and abuse you, and you fight back, she somehow overpowers you, or she sneaks up on you and slaps you with a hammer upside your shoulder and breaks your collarbone and she continues to abuses you over and over and over. Okay? What happens in society if you speak out? You're going to get laughed at. You're going to get ridiculed. You had a woman beat you yeah. up? <laughs> That's funny, huh? Yeah, you know. I mean, that too. I mean, you know, there's a difference between, between criticizing and complaining about something versus whining about something, you know, because. <laughs> You know, uh, I mean, if you're making legitimate points and if you're making legitimate arguments and you have legitimate grievances, and you're actually, I mean, you know, you know, people who people who who whine or people who, I mean, well, you know, my, you know, ex, my ex literally done this. She sat in her current husband's lap, doubled her fist up. And punched him square in the face twice. Now, she is not no little woman. She's not big and obese. But she's not little. She's broad shoulders. She grew up with brothers. She fought with boys her whole life. And she's got strength behind her. I'm like this. If a woman's mad enough to swing at me like a man, she's mad enough to get rocked like a man, too. Oh yeah, that's the way well, it should be. But I mean, yeah, that's the way it should be. But but but, but, but then if you do that, you know, you got the, you got the law stepping in and saying, oh well, now you got to go to jail because you hit a woman in self-defense, which that's unacceptable. So I'm a, well, I'm supposed to just sit here and let her kick my ass. I mean, hey, let, me ask, I, let me ask. I got a question for you guys. Now, what if in this, you're in a situation where you're dating a woman like China, when as massive as her, and she knocks you right now? I mean, she's a I, I couldn't woman. date a woman that's that much. I, 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 that masculine. I mean, that's that much. I, 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 I I'm couldn't. Just, I'm, man. I'm, I'm just. I'm just speaking hypothetically. That's why. Just for hypothetics. Then what do you do in that case? Do you have any? Do you still use the same cop out? Oh, a guy didn't hit a woman. Because this is a different circumstance. Yeah. Not a regular woman. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay, guys. I know what you're saying, but like with my ex, okay, she not only done that. But now you gotta remember, my ex's current husband. He's over six foot tall, not big and obese. He's over six foot tall and he's built. The guy could literally kill her ass, okay? 
She sat in his lap, punched him square in the face twice. She put her cigarette out on his face. She grasped his neck on both sides of his jugular vein. She saw him. He thought he was going to die, and she left the bruises on both sides of the jugular vein of his throat, okay? And he wouldn't hit her back for the very reason Warren talked about, because he didn't want to go to jail. I don't know. If somebody did, if a woman did that to me, she's getting knocked out. Jail or no jail. I don't care. Yeah. And it's gotten to the care. point now where... Well, like I said, it's been as and even like what seven years ago when I first came to TV, I mean, they already had articles about this coming out where, where men don't even fight back for themselves. They ball to a corner and take their abuse, and yet somehow, you know, when a woman's abusing the guy and the guy's not even fighting back, and the guy goes to jail for abuse when he was the one being abused. That's exactly it. Cause see, that's what our society is famous for doing. The victim gets really victimized by society. And that's exactly what happens to a man. Can you imagine a man that gets raped by a woman? You know what would happen to that man if he got raped by a woman? The court oh, was he'd be locked out of the courtroom. Not only that, not only that, they would say that's impossible. That can't happen. That's what some people would also say. This lady is saying I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm done. I'm just saying that's impossible. It is, I listen, Bill, I have never known women like the ones you guys talking about. I watched your other shows. You came up, thought I'd check it out. This is crazy. Who are these women? Well, these women, I mean, it's not every woman. I'm not saying that all women are like this, just like not all guys are bad. I mean, you got to take it on a case-by-case basis. There's good men, there's bad men. There's good women, there's bad women. Um... Okay, hold on, Warren. She asked who these women are, so I think it's only fair that I get a chance to tell her one of the women I'm talking about is my ex. My ex-wife. Current husband. I was around when my son was 10 years old and I was out there working on the house for the guy who owned it because I did remodels for years. And her current husband at the time came out and looked at me and says, Bill, you were married to her for a lot longer than I've been with her. And he says, did she ever hit you? And then I says, oh, she's been hitting on you? He said, never mind, and walked away. And he came back a couple hours later, and he says, Bill, I don't know how you knew, but yeah. And well, I was like, you told me. You wouldn't ask me a question if she wasn't, right? So then he started acknowledging things to me. And within a couple of weeks' time, he come out and he and he had a room. They had a roommate, and the roommate and him were standing there, and she was working. And he had a turtleneck sweater on. He pulled down the turtleneck sweater, and there was bruises on both sides of his neck where his jugular vein is. And he says she grabbed me by the throat, and she squeezed as hard as she could squeeze. I thought I was going to die. Then. The roommate says, yeah, she put a cigarette right out on his face, sat in his lap, punched him square in the face twice. And I remember the time she was downtown with him, and she was screaming at the top of her lungs and taking her finger, stabbing him in the chest with it. And a lady female cop came out of the courthouse, walked up to her, and told her, if you don't knock it off right now, I'm taking your ass to jail. And she got all quiet, started yeah. laughing when it happened. But 
she is very, very, very abusive. And I have seen this so many times. I actually watched a guy, seen a video with a guy who had the hammer indentation in his shoulder from his wife. I I don't talk about this stuff a lot, but the division amongst the women, and you'll find out if you do your homework and research, there's a whole lot of women who abuse their men. Every baddest, the man has abused the woman, and there's nowhere for that guy to go. But he goes Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Well, that's what I was going to say is, is, is I can pull out like hundreds of these articles where men and women are both abusing one another. And domestic violence is usually sparked about 50-50 according to statistics. Um, you know, so, uh, you know, there's men, I mean, and, and believe me, I, I've seen a lot of women in my life, Matt, who, men too, but, but there's women who actually control uh, the domestic situation as far as dating and all that. But there are men that are doing it too, but who are absolutely addicted to fucking drama. And this has became rampant in our society. Um, you know, um, you know, I've seen a lot of crazy ass women who 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 done shit. Like, I mean, what do you mean? Um, it's not, but the problem is, is the, the problem is the division amongst the genders is a whole lot worse than most people even realize. Another thing is that people assume that, that you know, uh, all pedophiles or all molesters or anything like that are, are, are all are all males. That's not that, that's not accurate either. Um, there's a lot of uh, females out there doing that bullshit too. Um, it's just they don't get called as much because they don't really do a lot of the approach. But sometimes they do get called. You see these uh, these school teachers in middle school or whatnot. They're sleeping with their students and they get popped. You know. Um, you know, this, so this happens. Um, you know, uh, you know. To be honest with you, uh, when I was uh, a kid, uh, I don't even like really talking about this. I'm not talking about that often. But when I was a kid, uh, you know, I'd kind of dealt with that shit. A uh, lady that you know uh, did that to me was my aunt. I mean, you know. So again, I mean, you know. Anything that, 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 that men are capable of doing evil, women are also capable of doing evil, too. I mean, you know, both genders are evil, but we live in a society that says, oh, it's, oh, it's just men doing all these things. And, you know, I mean, pretty much. I mean, so. Programming, okay? That's really what that is. That's programming. And when they yeah. don't run it on TV like they do for the guy, they don't run it in the newspaper like they do for the guy, then it's not seen in the public eye near as much. But you know, people do their homework, but they'll see it. Was it ABC that run that special in the park where they did an experiment and they had the guy in the park abusing the woman and they wanted to see on camera how many past buyers would step in and defend her? And she had person after person step in the middle of it. And then they came back the next day and flipped the roles and had the woman abusing the guy, and person after person walked by. One gal even walked by through her fist in the air and said, go, girl, go. And when they questioned her, she said, well, I just assumed that he had a company. He must have cheated. So because he's of his gender, it was assumed that he had the beating coming to it. 
Even at yeah. an off-duty, even at an off-duty cop walked by, and the off-duty cop didn't get involved because it was a female abusing the guy. And then he was questioned, "Why? You know, cop? Isn't that a double standard?" And he smirked and laughed and said, "Well, yeah, it's a double standard." And he says, "Well, what if the guy was doing that to the female?" He says, "Well, then I would have been." So there you go. I mean, you know, I've seen so much. This has been created by your media. Wasn't it Joe Biden that got up there and said there's absolutely no excuse for the man to lay his hands on Trump? There is no excuse. Okay, there you go. Right in your face. And again, it's because they say that men are generally stronger than women. But here's the thing. Right, I'm a hundred. I'm 120 pounds. If I pick up, if I pick a fight with a guy that's 250 pounds, that, that, that means he can't hit me back because I'm smaller than him. No, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think anybody's going to come to my rescue. I think what's going to happen is I won't be lucky if I get out of that alive. That's pretty much <laughs> right there. Boy. You know. So for a little trouble, that, you know, it's about the decision. To understand that men and women are both victims of our government and our media, but we're like I said before, take a poll. On one end of the poll, you got women. On the other end of the poll, you got men. The programming by the media has been separated out, just like the women's bathroom and the men's bathroom. Okay? Women's sports, in sports. Jobs for women, jobs for men. Everything. It's called programming. And that programming is what caused the majority of our problems. It's done deliberately. It's no accident. And unfortunately... Hello? Yeah, hello? Hello? ...is that boys boys are never lay their hands on a girl. Boys do not hit girls. Why was you're yeah, you blacked out for a, for a couple seconds, man. Oh, did I? Yeah. We thought they cut you off or something. Well, that was nice of them. <laughs> Maybe yeah. they don't like... I'm sure they don't like what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, well, the truth is that it's both gentle of the... I'll start off on how much did you get? Did you hear me talk about By the other hour of lady bashing? Where were we lady bashing? Hmm? He said, his little squirrel comes back. He said, I've just never, ever known women to act this way, period. Period and and, uh, caps. He says, they are horrible. I'm not talking about the abuse. Uh, it's unacceptable for either gender. I'm talking about the other hour of lady bashing. Who's lady bashing? I don't hear anybody lady bashing. You mean to tell the truth is bashing? Because if to tell the truth is lady bashing, then if you tell the truth about guys, then that must be male bashing. Looks like you struck a nerve with somebody. Well, I'm sorry, but the truth is the truth. It has nothing to do with understand this. The division was created by the powers to be by your media. If you took a poll and you laid it out, and on one side of the poll you had women, and on the other side of the poll you had men, and through society, 
You taught women this, and you taught men this. You taught women this, you taught men this. Just like the women's bathroom, the men's bathroom. Just like women's sports, men's sports. Jobs designed for women, jobs designed for men. It's peer division all the way. The media only reports one half of the score 90% of the time. The lies they tell you is complete hogwash. And when a woman abuses, it's covered up by the media. 90% of the time, you never see it. I can show I don't you know the media tries to identify with a woman when she does Even if she does get punished, the chances are, A, she'll be a lesser sentence than a guy would get for the same crime, and, B, the media will still try to turn her into the victim and say, oh, well, a guy pushed her to it, and men are bad. I mean, you see this in, in articles all the time when women – they don't do that with men. They don't sit there when a man kills somebody like we say Charles Manson. Oh, he was a victim of women all of his life, and they don't do that. No, there's no woman, but there's no lady bashing going on here. I'm you know what I mean? It's the gender. I'm talking about the behavior patterns I've seen all my life, and that I've witnessed tonight all my accidents. And if that's lady bashing, then every time you speak to a man in a negative light, you're male bashing. If I'm a woman hater, you're a man hater. Now, when you get mad at me, then I say to wake up and realize what I'm talking about. I'm not, I'm not a woman hater. I'm a woman I don't hate nobody. What I hate is corruption and evil and foul behavior and covering up for one gender or the other. If I see the man doing wrong, I'm going to call him for his wrong. And I do criticize men. I mean, you know, I might not criticize them for what, they, for what people want me to criticize them for, but I criticize them for what they needed to be criticized for. You know, a lot of people want me, oh, what they want to hear is, is, is men are bad, men are evil, everything's a man, blah, 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 blah. I mean, and, you know, uh, what, what they want is a narrative that, 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 that doesn't criticize anything that women do or criticize them very minimally. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm against men. You know, what I'm against men for is men who, who, uh, if anything, allow this attack on men. Is men who fail to be men, who fail to be men, and who, uh, who place women on this pedestal. And I mean, so yeah, I mean, I have my issues with men too. This, uh, this attack on, on men is coming from men just as much as it's coming from women. Um, and ultimately, it's an attack on everybody. It's an attack on women too, because uh, you know, once you attack the man, you've already taken him out of, uh, you know, you've already knocked the man out of family. You look at the family unit decimated these days. I mean, you, know, you don't have strong families who want to stand together. You know, so that's how you get like socialism and shit like that coming. And I mean, you know, what's going to happen when, well, you know, I mean, eventually, you know, if society crashes, what's going to happen? You know, who's going to protect these women at the Miss Andrew bubble burst? People get tired of stuff. Who's going to protect a lot of these women? I mean, you know, um, uh, you know, I mean, a lot, of, a lot of Western women are going to turn men against them, and then there's not going to be left, there's not going to be enough white knights to protect them anymore. <clears throat> you know, especially with all these uh, the, the, these uh, immigrants coming over, these, these refugees and stuff like this from the Middle East. You know, again, I'm not saying all of them are, are – I'm not saying that every last one of them are criminals or terrorists or rapists, but there's a lot of them that are, too. I mean, hell, look, you can look at that in Europe and look at what's going on with Europe right now. I mean, well, now, so. 
said because whatever said is the real cause. Okay? What well, is the real cause? Program, brainwash. Okay, well, little squirrel said right here I could agree with, okay? When she said, I just have never, because she's never seen Don't Make a Truth for one. Okay, the activity it is horrible. This is the part I agree with, okay? To act this way, period, are, is, uh, they are horrible. I'm not talking about unacceptable for either gender. I totally agree with that statement. What little squirrel said right there, I totally with her on, okay? But there was no hour of lady bashing here. What we were talking yeah. about is double standards in our society and the stuff that I've seen with my own eyes from my ex, the stuff that I've witnessed and watched in life as being a guy, experienced. The problem so, is, you know, the minute you say anything that, 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 that is inconvenient to women in our society these days, the minute you start criticizing women, you know, uh, you're too critical of women. You might get, get maybe maybe making a comment or two, but the minute you start really criticizing women, man, you know, they feel like they're being attacked. And, you know, I mean, criticism isn't attacked, but they feel like they're being attacked because they're actually being held accountable for something. Because we live in a society that has trained women to never have to be accountable for anything. Right, they want equal rights without equal responsibilities, and this is what our this is what our society has raised them with. So now it's like when you start criticizing, they feel like they're being attacked, and then of course then it comes the white knights who feel like, oh my God, these women are being attacked, so I've got to sit here and white knife for them. But I mean, criticism is an attack. I mean, if you can't have if you can't handle criticism, then then what you're showing is that you're not ready to be independent. Well, you know the thing. You know, is you can't be independent if you can't if you can't handle criticism. Well, but it's not about it's not it's not even about the criticism so much as it's about the truth. That's really all it's about, okay? There's no male bashing here. There's no female yeah. bashing on here. This is about the actual real hardcore truth. That's all this yeah. is about. And to understand that this problem was created by your media, by your government, by your school system, by your society. This makes yeah. the woman victim and the man a victim because little squirrel has never seen this happen in her life that doesn't mean it's not happening because you didn't pay attention to see it if you go look into it you'll find out I'm not lying to you I don't come up here on this show and lie to anybody what I'm talking about is truth okay yes it's a hard pill to swallow because it's not an attack on all women at all if they feel no, like and there's not an attack on all women because the women I'm talking about are the women who are presenting this behavior. The only women that are in that category that's being talked about. If you're not presenting this behavior and never acted that way in your life, I'm not talking about it. Yeah, so if you're not one of these women that do these things, and you're not going to cover for one of these women that do these things, then you've got nothing to be offended about. I mean, you know, it's like somebody sits there and says, okay, certain men are doing something bad, right? And they're not talking about all men. They're just talking about certain men. Well, if I'm not one of those men, I'm not going to be offended because I'm not doing nothing wrong. I mean. I agree with Little Squirrel right here, what she's saying. Because this is not an attack on women. 
this is an attack on the ones responsible for doing this behavior. And to say, because I never seen this behavior in my life, doesn't mean it's not going on. If you yeah. take, take just one day and look into what I'm talking about, and I'll give her a starting point. Look in to see how many domestic abuse shelters there are for men in the United States. Look how many domestic abuse shelters there are for women. Now when you say, well, it's because men are more abusive, now start looking at the real statistics. And you'll find out that's a complete lie. It wasn't the girl that was taught to never hit the boy in elementary school. It was the boy. Domestic violence is roughly about 50-50. It sure is. It's roughly yeah. shows it. It's confirmed in fact. And my experiences in my life and what I've saw in my life, I watched the four boys get into a fight off the stoop right in front of my house when I was living up in Florida. And that girl doubled up her fist and punched that boy square in the face and broke open his lip and his nose and was hit. Really good hit. She flooded him. He fucking hit her back, and he sidestepped so he didn't even get a good hit on her. So he really didn't hurt her at all. Going him and run across that street and jumped in his face like bleeding, and screamed at him. Said he don't care if she hit him first. He has no right hitting her back because he's a guy. So not say that's not. I mean, sorry, that's just wrong. And to say he can't defend himself. Because of his gender, that she has the right to hit him because she's a female and he's not allowed to hit her. That's division yeah. created by the school system, your government, your media. Yeah. One is special. I would like to throw it up if you do be yanking back down because that's what YouTube does. They clean all this. Yeah, you kind of come, come in and out, man. There's a lot of static. There's some, uh, there's some noise coming. Like, I don't know if it's... Hello? I'm here. Yeah, I can, I can hear you now. For a while, there's a lot of static. I couldn't hear about half of what you said. I said, I have the ABC session. There you go. It's not like fucking popcorn going off, man. Do you hear that? Hey, that was John. I just took John out of the show and quiet now. All right. I, I just removed him. John's doing something that's making noise in right. the show. I have the ABC special. That would be a good eye opener for him. I'll put it up on 153news.net so that it can be seen. I've done my homework on this and I've lived it because I am a guy. I've seen it with my own eyes. I've witnessed it. I've watched it. It's the dating scene that woke me up to our criminal government. Years ago. And that's out to Little Squirrel. It's the dating scene topics that woke me up. Because I've lived and seen and witnessed. She says, Warren and Bill, I'm flabbergasted. I was not trying to hijack your show. I will... Well, no, it's not necessary to go. Maybe we just had a misunderstanding. I don't know. I mean, you know, I kind of got that. 
the main thing that you said that threw me off is, is, is when you put in that line about about lady bash, and, and I don't feel that we were lady bash, and that's kind of why I thought that you were trying to man, or maybe you didn't think of it that way, or I don't know what the situation was, but that that, that, that was the line that threw me off uh, because I don't feel like we were, we I don't feel this though we were lady bashing. No, because we're talking about the women that do this stuff in our society. Okay, we're not talking about women who don't. There's a lot of good yeah. women out here, a lot of good men out here. But we also have as much corruption amongst the women as we do men. And we have media that covers up and plays favoritism, which is not little school's fault. She yeah. can't be for what she had no say for doing this. This is, that's why I told people the women are just as big of victims as men are. It's just most people don't understand what I'm trying to get to. They don't understand. They think that, you know, that's why I use Lifetime movies as a good example. If you We're all being Lifetime, used. Yeah. And if you want We're Lifetime all being movies, used. Go ahead. Yeah, if Lifetime movies is another good example of clear division. Because the majority of the shows paint out the guys as the villains. Sitcom's done that for years, playing it out guys as villains and dummies. Right in everybody's you know, face. You know, you think about like, like all those sitcoms in the years, you know, Family Matters and Step by Step. All the stuff back in the 90s, man. And every time you've seen a dude, they were always an idiot, man. I mean, you know... I mean, they're always they're always an idiot. Even the smart ones, like Steve Urkel, was still a fucking idiot, man. I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, and women in, in most cases, they didn't really have to take any chances or anything. You know, they 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 were kind of protected roles, so they came off as, you know, morally superior or intellectually superior, whatever. Like they were superior, like they were superior beings. I mean, it's like that's programming. You see that in advertisement, too, a lot. Yeah. I don't feel the little squirrel was trying to hijack my show. She's been in a lot of my other shows. She seems to be waking up or awake to a lot of stuff, which I'm proud of her for. Okay, I really am. So I don't feel she was hijacking the show. I just don't think that she's ever actually opened her eyes to the topic we're talking about to see it. So because she hasn't seen it, and she don't know any females herself in her life that's done this, she's not a knowledge of it, okay, of what's really going on. And it would be hard for her to know in a woman. And it has nothing, it's just not her fault. She can't be blamed. Okay, it's just a fact. And it's a hard time to swallow. But it is also one of the divisions that has to be stopped. Men and women be able to have the need to be able to come back together again. I tell you, what, if we had more time in the show, I'd, I'd I'd like to say, man, that she could call in and we could discuss this. But we've only got like six minutes left, so I mean, ain't much point in it now. Yeah. Uh, exactly. You know what? But Aaron's right. Little Squirrel's been on my show before, and I recognize her. I have nothing against her at all. This is not an attack on all women. This is an attack on our society and the women who perpetrate this, these actions. Okay? And that's who I'm talking about. It's not every single woman. Just like when you talk about men, you can't label all men in that category. 
If I had, I've said when I attack men, I'm not talking about every single man in society. I'm talking about the ones who are doing it. I'm talking about the behavior. You have to remember, this came from the government. This came from the media. The TV set's been the biggest weapon ever created because the TV set's responsible for most of the division that we're looking at in society today. The TV set in your school system. Because they do a great job of it. Between the TV set and Hollywood, the school system, they do a great job. Yeah. So I don't know if little schools have already kicked it off. But if she's here, I hope she understands what I'm saying. And, and you can always call back in next week and we can have this conversation. You know, I mean, you know. I'm willing to listen to her, what she has seen in her life. I just want to see her go do some looking for herself is all. Yeah. I mean, the division is bad. It's a whole lot worse than most people realize. That's one of the I mean, you want to see things. you want to see firsthand account of what TFL does to a country too, man. Look at Japan. Yeah. In twenty, thirty more years, man, they might not even be be around anymore because nobody's having any babies. Because women have gotten so damn picky in Japan that nobody's and the men have walked away because of all the how toxic it's gotten. Even the men that can, even a lot of the men that can get women, I mean, have walked away from the women out there. And it's the same condition they're doing in Japan that they're doing here. I mean, you know. Uh, they might be a little bit ahead of us in that, in that area because, like I said, I mean, at this rate, nobody—I mean, the government's trying trying to give the Japanese citizens incentive to have babies or to get together and have sex because they're not having sex anymore. They're about to have any babies anymore. You know, men have walked away. I mean, you know, and a lot of the men that do do want women, you know, pretty much can't get women. I mean, because you know they don't they don't meet the quota. You know, a lot of them, let's be honest, are incels. Women have gotten so so picky. I mean, you know. So that's, I mean, Japan at this rate, another 20, 30 years, there ain't going to be a Japan. <laughs> you know, or it's going to be on his death throes. I mean, it's going to be on his deathbed at this rate. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, nothing's changed. I mean, you know, I think a little squirrel took fun. I think she left. I'd like to be yeah. wrong about We got like two minutes left. Yeah. Well, the show's about up anyhow. But, you know, I hope the little squirrel comes back and listens to what was said. Yeah. So, with that being said, oh. guys, we're going to our last anyhow. So, I'm going to go ahead and cut it for the night. Warren will be back up here on Thursday night. And then on Saturday night, rather than Sunday, Saturday night, Jerry and I'll be back up, okay? Just so you yeah. understand, we on Saturday night this week, and then next week we'll go back to the normal schedule. With that being said, everybody, you all have a good one, okay? Yeah, you too. I got it. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.